Yo, what's happening? It's your boy Luke in the building. DJ Rock Water, we doing this thing, you know, Rock Talk, as usual. Yes, sir. We ain't back here for another podcast, man. Do we have a lot to talk about today, bro? We got so much going on in the world. There's a lot of shit going on in the world, yeah, unfortunately. But, uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm doing good, bro. Just living life, trying to be essential, you know, still out here working. How about yourself, man? Anything new coming up, coming about? Anybody talking to you about coming back? A few places. Luckily, I've been able to do a few weddings and stuff. Um, but besides that, everything else is kind of closed, or they're real reluctant to, to go into having nightlight of nightlight uh, events again. So, not sure when, where, or how they're gonna get into doing more social events, doing big parties, and everything else. Like we did, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. Before it's, we get into that, though, like, y- y'all, how's the sanity in the home? Really with, with, you know, your wife being there 24-7, your kids around all the time? It's all right. Uh, she's, just, she's been a central worker since this all started, so she's been going to work and everything else. So I've been the one at home. So that's your break time. Cleaning, yeah. Yeah, that's the break time. When she's at work, I just clean and then I chill. Yeah. So it's not too bad, but besides that, it's waiting to hear about jobs or or watching the news, reading some articles about things reopening, what they're doing. A lot of people, especially in the nightlife business, they're watching Las Vegas right now to see what they're going to do because when you think of nightlife, usually you go to Las Vegas, see what, what they're doing, how they're going to handle things, but a lot of people are saying that they might get rid of nightclubs altogether. Uh, I don't like that answer. I don't like that either. But um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be weird for for a little bit for sure for sure. Uh, I think at least till the holiday season, it's gonna be real touch and go with a lot of these places reopening mm-hmm. and then capacity. There, some people have to do twenty five percent, fifty percent. A lot of stores you can't even go into without your mask on. Oh yeah, no, I went to I drove by Ross the other day and there was a line. They were counting how many people were in the store and yeah. when people left, they let other people in. It was. It was real, real extra. Um, like, imagine if this imagine if this coronavirus stuff took place in, like, November, right around Black Friday or, or Christmas, mm. because flights, traveling, people do that all the time. And then New Year's Eve, like, all the big events and the big parties where family come together and there's a lot of people in one place. I'm, I'm kind of glad that this hit in the spring where we didn't have much going on, but... Yeah. One thing we always talk about is you know how the movie industry is affected, and we just had Memorial Weekend, which is a big blockbuster weekend. It usually is, yeah. It's usually a big blockbuster yeah. weekend, but not this year. Not this not year. This year, year. they release the stuff on. Uh, they release the stuff digitally. Um, shit. Besides that, ain't nobody getting really do their big getting ready for summer thing. I know people were going crazy out here in Arizona because Memorial Day happened and mm-hmm. people were shopping. They were using some of the stimulus check money, going shopping. People were going to the river. The river was packed as hell over the over the past five days. Like, see, if it, it, it looks like a rave. And you, you can't even tell we were living in a pandemic. And the same thing happened in Scottsdale. Bars where people were elbow to elbow doing what they normally do. And I guess the governor of Scottsdale, or the mayor of Scottsdale was... Not happy about that, but what? I, yeah, what do you have to shut say? Down. You, I don't know what they're trying to shut everything down again. I, I feel like the I feel like the mayor of Scotts is gonna either find these businesses a lot of money 
that they don't have or force nightclubs and bars to remain closed. They'll let restaurants be open probably and follow that because they have so many more guidelines for restaurants than they do bars and nightclubs. So they might let the restaurants stay open, but I feel like bars and nightclubs, she's going to put the hammer down and say y'all can't open or y'all can't function, which would be um, interesting to see how the, the major players handle it because they've been waiting for a long time. A lot of people miss Cinco de Mayo. They, they got to do a little something for Memorial Day, and they went all out, of course, but hell, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. There's going to be a lot of businesses going under, bro, from this. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And it's going to come back to that brand equity. Yeah, the what, brand equity. What yep. did you do beforehand and during this pandemic to make sure you maintain a presence, to make mm-hmm. sure you were in connection with the your community or with the people who come and buy product or service from you? And if you didn't do a great job before this and you, and you still not doing such a good job you're gonna struggle to win it when everything else opens up because everybody's gonna want to go everywhere yeah you're gonna be left in the dust when everything is back to quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. like some of these places that that didn't want to do anything while all these other restaurants or they were going mobile people were getting out their food trucks that they had People were going to Grubhub, Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash. Like, some of them are just starting to get into it now. I'm like, you kind of missed the boat. People already have a new favorite. You're kind of, yeah. you're forgotten. Yeah. Sad-ass way. But the people will uh, write the new yep. new yep. order for however this new life is going to be. Yep. The winners always write history. Yeah. They always write, they, they get to rewrite history when they're done. The people that lose don't, but people that win do. It's crazy. We have an opportunity right now. Everything's changing so fast. So fast. It's so fast and so like it's nothing. It's just a snap of the fingers, and, and people are getting real good at this new stuff real fast live stream webinars stuff like mm-hmm. that they finally uh a lot of corporate business are starting to open back up like marriott's is starting to reopen so like av companies are starting to get back their their workforce and they're looking at web offering webinar services live stream services and you know lucky for me doing all this stuff at the house mm-hmm. i know how to do that immediately so yeah. live streams and everything else ain't ain't nothing too difficult to you just need the internet, but some people don't know what the hell to do. They don't know how to get sound into one place to do a live stream to get it out to people. Some people don't know how to set up slides or work OBS or X split or anything else. So one by one, people yeah. will, will have to either crash course learn or the people that have learned are going to be the ones to get the most pay. First. Definitely. I think, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of technical things that people don't realize that are very instrumental um, in the way technology is moving, the way the culture is moving. Marketing as well. Marketing is changing. Oh, know? vastly. Oh, my goodness. You got the four Ps. Let's break down the four Ps of marketing for everybody. You got price, product, promotion, and place. Yep. If you don't have those f- understanding of those four Ps out there, understanding what your product is, what your service is for all the artists out there, for all the DJs, if you're trying to figure out who is your audience, you have to first go back to those four Ps and see how you're reaching people. That's your promotion. That's your place is where you're at, where the product is. Your price is, is this valuable? Is this worth something? Right. And then uh, 
price price product. What are you selling? Yep. What is it that you bring into the world where you what can you make selling? money? What, what is it worth? Is it worth the, the time of day for someone to switch from their usual or their top five picks and add you in there or make it a top six? Like, if it's worth it, then, you know, you have some that you can live off of, that you can build and brand and franchise off of. Like, just like Chick-fil-A, they were in the malls back in the day. My yeah, son will, yeah. My son will never know that. Chick-fil-A were in malls strictly for a long time. They only know that they've always been drive through when they're closed on Sundays. Man, that's like, crazy to think about now. Yeah, oh yeah. Fiesta Mall, Chick-fil-A back in like the day. One of the biggest. Back in the day, Fiesta Mall is where you had to go to get some Chick-fil-A, and it was, it was delicious. They had a line every day. No matter what, there was always a line at Chick-fil-A. That's why they're successful. Mm-hmm. They, they, know, they know what they're doing. And it's interesting, like, with how a lot of businesses are, are turning up and sprouting out of nowhere. With Versus that Timberland and Swiss Beats found, yeah. they, I guess they got, they got proposed a few million dollars by some company to, like, invest and be a part of the show. And they, they basically wanted to, to take 50% ownership of Versus. But I guess they said no because it's for the people. Yeah, it's people. for the culture. They but don't like, want nobody coming in and taking ownership. And, and it's at the point now where it's it's gotten so much popularity. It's got it's grown so much, and it's it's like an event, a weekly event, and so much money, so many eyes are on it, and advertisers and everything want to be a part of it so bad. Where Swiss Beats and Timberland, they own it, and they're mm-hmm. being recognized for it, and they're glad that they didn't sell before all this happened. Like, I guess there was, there was probably talks about when they did, like, one of the first battles that they did was, well, they started with just, it was Swiss Beats and Timberland, but when they got to, like, before before Teddy Riley and Babyface, there were, there, I guess there was talks where a company probably wanted to get involved and own, take half ownership of it and help invest, but they said no. It must have been right after Lil John and T-Pain then. Probably. When they probably saw the huge success from that. It was huge. So that, it was probably right after T-Pain and Lil John, but... They said no. I was listening to an interview with Lil John. He was talking about the uh, platform, the IG platform, and why the sound quality is so bad. He said, that, like, it's usually the second person who comes on, their sound is the one who's a little off or something like that. So yep. they, they got some bugs to fix in that. Or maybe they take the platform to YouTube. Maybe maybe that's a better platform for them. They, they might. They, they already have such a following on Instagram. I think taking it to YouTube is probably the next best thing because not everyone has Instagram. Like you just like the numbers they get on Instagram on Instagram is ridiculous. But the fact that YouTube you have YouTube on your T V, you have YouTube on mm-hmm. tablet, on your phone. It's an open platform where Instagram you have to sign in. You have to sign you in, you have to yeah, so I feel like if they took it to YouTube it'd be a whole other thing. Yeah. It'd be a lot more money trying to wow. come in for sure, but It'd be a big put. That might be that might be next. But then they they would just have to figure it out. They'd probably be able to to make more production happen because if they do it on YouTube, they can have somebody handling OBS for them. I could do that. Yeah, I would love that job. Work for versus work for Timberland and Swiss Beats. Just taking it to YouTube. It's like all right, mm-hmm. I'll make the layout and we'll do everything and we'll make it clean and audio sounds good. We'll do sound checks and we'll, we'll be we'll be fine. Yeah. Either that or, the, or they, they can send me the songs and I'll play them and then and then yeah, we'll have real clean audio. That that actually might be better. Imagine if they had a DJ like um like uh just be in charge of moderating the whole thing and they had the songs like 
and they were imagine if the artists were there and it was like an, a kind of like an event yeah that'd be but i think i think the best is the dj hey play this song next instead yeah yeah I, I, it'd be really interesting if they had, like each artist had their own dj but i think i think the main thing is the 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 organic feel of being in somebody's basement or somebody's studio i think is where it's 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 real it's real fun it's real enlightening for a lot of people that have never delved into that realm of entertainment or even business so i feel like i feel like versus is doing just fine how they are just if they fix the sound then whatever yeah when i want i want to see i want to see uh outcast go against somebody what about outcast versus tribe if outcast showed up and if they do what other people have been doing, or they play, it's like, oh, we have this unreleased stuff. It's going to probably... The unreleased music has been so crazy. The unreleased music has been like... It's not like it's bad. Like, they're bad. They're solid. Like, why didn't yeah, they release like, these? Wh- yeah, what? Like, now we want to know. Like, it's like, why didn't we release these? Oh, the record company is like, well, we're at the point now where fuck the record company. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. all in- independent now, so... And if and if you're not independent, you can't make those moves, though. You can't make moves like that, yep. So it's, y'all better listen to Jay-Z and keep your independence. Well, they, he's, he's been saying that. He's been, been real about it. And, you know, all with all this music and everything coming out, all these unreleased tracks are getting massive attention because of how they're being brought to the world. And they're getting on charts now. Yeah, I was listening to the... Um, to Lil John's interview again, he was talking about the new Ludacris Lil John Usher song. Yep. How he had that for like two years, and then Usher got when Usher got on, like I guess, then it was like all right, start moving forward. Yep. But then when Ludacris on, he come in one day like, hey, you heard Ludacris on that? He's like, nah, I ain't heard it. He's like, play that shit. He plays it. He's like, oh man, this is dope. But then within like a week, I think it was mastered and it was out, and then oh, it was released. Yeah. But he had it like way back two years ago. Yeah, they're back in the day. Oh my god. Yep, staying on some hidden gems. But man, speaking of gems, with with everything with the charts and everything, Sav- the remix of Savage, Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce, that blew up, and it's number one on the pop charts now. It's funny because we have two African American women at the top of the charts. We have Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat, both new artists, mm-hmm. but then they get remixes featuring two of the biggest artists of the past 10 years. Doja Cat featured Nicki Minaj for a Say So remix, and Megan Stallion got Beyonce for the Savage remix, and that's yeah. just that's just great on its own, but the fact that they are both on the top of the charts on the Billboard 100, man. And Doja Cat got that song right now running with uh, The Weeknd. Yep. That's doing really well. Yep. But before we go talk about Doja Cat, Savage remix. Shout out to my boy Jay White did it. His oh third number one hit. He's doing very well. Like he can work with all female rappers and female artists for the rest of his career. And I don't know what he does, but they be pulling out number ones pretty consistently. He he's dope, bro. I mean, uh, if you haven't seen it, go check out right now. Rock Squad. I'm about to post up the interview I did with Jay White did it uh, before he dropped the. Private Invasion of Privacy album with both, um, but he only had Bodak Yellow, so it was right before he dropped that album with um, with Cardi B. Check it out. It's a full interview. We go back talking about his childhood, his come up in the town, and uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that. And you also got you also got uh, J Cole's uh, Twenty One Savage a lot. He did that one too. Oh my god, it's it's crazy how. 
2017, 2018 was such a good year. <laughs> it's such a great year for him. And then you know he's running it. To, he worked. He, he worked with Beyonce. Let's let's Beyonce yeah, finally got a Beyonce placement. Like people brag about that stuff. DJ Khaled was trying to get a track of Beyonce and Jay Z for years, and he finally got it after so long. JY did it. Did it in less than five. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's all about well, you the man. who you work with. People, will people come to you to rejuvenate their careers yeah. or to get things popping? Like, you, you are the man. When you put quality out every time you go in the studio, something's going to hit. Something's going to blow up. Something. You, you, nobody knew that Bodak Yellow was going to be as big as it was, but it launched Cardi B's career and J.Y. Did's career. And now he's at the point now where Beyonce, if he does a track with Jay-Z, Watch, he's going to do a track with Jay-Z and Nas, and then the world's going to explode. <laughs> That'd be dumb, It's going to explode. No one's going to know what to do. But, man, so yeah. shout, out, shout out to JY Did It, Meg Thee Stallion, Beyonce, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, the, on top of the charts. It's fantastic. Imagine that as a summer tour. Man. It'd be a lot of ass and hair. I mean, I like to see that. I like to see Nelly and Ludacris go on tour too and do I that want, thing. I want Nelly and Ludacris, T Pain, Lil Jon. Just do the verses tour. I need, yeah, I need a verses tour because Timbaland and, and Swiss Beats have worked with so many legends. Imagine if they organized a tour, like a stadium tour, they would probably make massive, massive money off that. But I'd be super down for that as long as it's not, you know, as long as we don't have, you know, Joe Biden versus Charlamagne and God. Because, oh, man, I don't know what Joe Biden's doing. Like, people forget that we're in an election year. The delusional Joe. The delusional Joe. He's. I saw a video clip from, like, the 70s or the 80s, and he was, like, plagiarizing somebody else's speech like it was his own. Did you see that? I believe that. I could I could see that. Like, this, so Obama gave this dude the biggest pass. On just coolness that he thinks he can just say whatever. So now, in in context, what he said was, because Charlamagne the God was has like, hey, I got some more questions for you, and but then Joe Biden cut in, cut him off, my bad, cut him off. Like, if you're questioning, talking to the people, really, if you have questions between me and the other guy, then you're not black. He said, you ain't black enough. I was like, what the? I'm like, you is. You are porcelain white. You can't comment on being black enough. And, and you know he was speaking to Charlemagne's audience because you already know that's how within the community people treat themselves as like a uh, color standard. You know what I mean? Like or the quote unquote Oreos of people uh, in the in the community. Like there's already a stigma on being black and what that means to to certain people. And so he just cut right into that to that uh, narrative by saying that. And I think that's what's like got some people some of the people riled up. It was stupid. He should have never said that. Because if another black person said that, like we wouldn't probably would be, you know, talking about it the way it, it he was dumb. Okay. He was he was dumb, straight up. Like who the hell? Like Joe, you can't talk about being black. You ain't you ain't nothing close. You ain't nowhere close. But yeah, he said that. Uh that people might a lot of people think that's the nail on the coffin for him trying to become president. Yeah. I didn't um, I didn't like how he was just being like over overbearing in the conversation yeah. kinda. Like just yeah. 
like just dismiss it. Like you, you need to look at the facts, Charmaine. Come on, come on now, come on. He t- he, it's funny he didn't say you ain't black. Now he said you ain't black. Like, all right, all right, white man, old white man. Tell me how black I am later, man. That's crazy. So much craziness going on in the world right now, man. What one thing we got to talk about is just seems like it's coming up every day in the news, man. Is we just hearing more and more about what's then who's this person, who's that person on the police brutality, and so Ahmad Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. Just Man. among some of the recent vis- victims from police brutality and racism. They're the, they're the recent ones that were caught on film. Yeah. Let's be, let's be real. Cause there's yeah, probably definitely. a lot more we don't know about. Oh, yeah. But it's like we're seeing more and more articles now that just posted in these past few days of police brutality. In Missouri and here over there in uh, Michigan. Stuff like that. Like It's, it's crazy. And the, and the thing is, it's like... We're all dealing with this coronavirus pandemic and everything else. But on top of that, now black people have to be concerned that they are going to be killed, not by coronavirus, but by another human that's supposed to be protecting, serving the community. And we already got coronavirus. coronavirus We already have coronavirus, skin cancer all the cancers, all kinds of food poisoning, all kinds of other things, terrorism, and we have to worry about, we have to worry about local terrorism in some people's eyes, and like, the the scary part is, it's been like this for so long, it's almost like it's, it's normal, like it's part of everyday life in America, like, oh, they killed another black person. They know what's gonna happen, there's gonna be a cry and outrage, there's gonna be some vandalism in the streets. But where is the enacting of policy changes? Where is the changing of leadership in yeah. these Like, where is, when, when does enough become enough? It kind of feels like that. It, it feels like, I feel like we should have been, I feel like in the 70s, 60s and 70s, this should have been taken care of a long time ago. But the fact that my generation, the millennial generation, and Unfortunately, the generation of our children are going to have to deal with this, and we're probably going to be the generation that has to deal with it head on and make some real decisions that bump tradition. It's like, damn. Yeah. Like, because, like, I couldn't imagine, like, stuff with Trayvon Martin, that could have been anybody's, because that could have been my son. That could have mm-hmm. been, any, like, the fact that, that we have to worry about ourselves or our children being gunned down out of hatred, confusion, emotions that they have no control over based off of someone else's assumptions or based off of how somebody else was raised to think or or act or treat other people is very scary. It's very scary considering how far we've come with so many different things in sports and society and even even the, even the idea of just women in sports, women in in production, in entertainment, we've come so far. But still, the the, the idea of race by itself is still an issue. is real is real scary. Yeah, it's real scary. And every 
you know, change comes with the price of sacrifice. And unfortunately, yeah, it's like, do you put yourself in harm to protect people in those circumstances? Right. Because then that puts you in liability of, hey, I might die too. Yeah. I'm going to, you're definitely going to go to jail if you try and and save somebody's life stepping in. Uh, but like you, you know, then there's a due process that it, you have to go through. But at the same time, you just save somebody else's life, and now they can go through that due process that they rightfully deserve. And then, and then also from the other side, like as a like, I know a few police officers. I work here in Phoenix and stuff, and like we went through me and one of my good friends. We went through you know drumline and known each other for years. And he was at he was at my wedding and stuff like that. And he became a police officer, and he's. He has gone to a few like elementary schools, um, like in South Phoenix and North Phoenix, where there there are black kids like shaking, scared, like scared shitless of him just walking up because they think that they're gonna kill him because of what they see and what and what some people have heard and, and the the outrage of you know Black Lives Matter, then people saying All Lives Matter, which is. You don't get the point if you if you think all lives matter. If Black Lives Matter, then all lives do matter. You That's do, the yeah. Thing. You do see a, a a narration in the media that yeah. plays a big role. It's a big role. But then on the opposite side of that, or I don't know if it's the opposite, but then you also have a component where people are in denial of this truth that yeah. we're talking about yeah. because they blame the media for. Yeah, and and then some people just don't want to talk about because they're uncomfortable. But we have yeah. to talk about this to get past it. To figure it out, we have to sit down. It's like, who do we talk about it with, though? Like, the, who's going to make the change? Because, like, we there's information out there to create policies and how you go about enacting these policies. It's like we need to start having those direct conversations yeah. with people rather than, all right, you don't you don't get it? Cool. You over there, we're not talking to you anymore. We're talking to people who want to make this change. That's, that's why I feel like it's going to be our generation and our kids' generation that are going to be the ones that have to really nail it like nail it down and get it figured out because if you look at it just by just by looking we are probably the biggest generation of mixed race interracial kids that are mixed with so many different cultures and and families and backgrounds where back in the day segregation was very much a thing and if you were even a little a little bit brown you were with the blacks Mm-hmm. Like it was either you're all white or you're no, or you're no white. So and then and then with that generation, I feel like there's if you if you're pro-black, they think you're anti-white, mm-hmm. which is n- not the case. And and I feel like that's a, a, a big thing, especially when we get to government, because a lot of people involving themselves in politics and in the government, they're the older generation. So the older generation is talking to the older generation, and they have to like kind of walk around it instead of facing it head on so it's very weird it's very weird like I would say the people that should be talking to like the world leaders would be you know people that are in the community that are that are the spokesmen but a lot of them are older there's 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 a there's quite a few people that are that are young and that are leading and are leading charges and and pursuits and movements to, for equality because we, we really just want equality to be all just respected and treated fairly but a lot of times it's like oh you're young and dumb you don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. which is, is it's unfortunately it's, it's 
it's unfortunately that's how society you know kids don't they say kids don't know what they're talking about they're dumb ignore what they say don't take them seriously and then people have to like learn a whole different language just to appeal to the people in charge you know what's crazy though like some of the most profound people in our history for who have been in civil rights movement were young young hell young like Like, under 30 young under 30 like that's crazy to me like it's and it's it's all about you know I I think the the fear of of being too this too too that and you know not being correct politically correct or not speaking well that's just that's one thing that comes with age and I feel like a lot of people feel like I'm not young enough to talk about this in front of people so they don't talk and then with when you grow up your views change a lot Mm -hmm. so and then some people just give up. Like, it's never going to change. I'm going to give up on this yeah, fight. Yeah, they get set in their ways. Yep. That's why I like seeing, like, I just seen Denzel, who didn't have to do anything. It's Denzel. So he didn't have to do he nothing. Didn't ha- he didn't have to do anything. He got out of his car and helped uh, with look like to be a homeless man who was being uh, questioned by the police to make sure that the situation resolved you know, peacefully. Right. And so that was just a beautiful thing to see him do. The man on fire and just coming in, helping out this dude who's obviously distressed in the video. You can see he, yeah. he looked uncomfortable. But we need more of that from the people that we actually look up to yeah. within our community. People who we think has social power, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and it and it's it's always nice when you see people stand for something besides themselves or their career because you see it with, with Denzel you've seen it with quite a few like major Colin major a- Colin Kaepernick was one of the biggest ones Colin Kaepernick standing for something that's not just him and his paycheck same thing you see happening with LeBron same thing you mm-hmm. see happen with you know even Leonardo DiCaprio he's, he's trying to lead the charge on climate change and trying to mm-hmm. fix the world and everything else like when people stand for something besides just themselves and their career and they put them they put their entire legacy on the line to pursue and try to educate people and try to help people that says a lot about who they are as a person which is is very respectable but a lot you know media doesn't media doesn't focus on that kind of stuff cuz you know it's not money maker unfortunately but you know well with the money makers you know a lot of people are hoping for this second stimulus check which is apparently going to be decided on by Senate, I think, this week. Hopefully. Man, hopefully, bro. We need some positive news. We need some positive we news. We you need know. some positivity and love in this, in this work. Show me some love on my bank account. Yeah, because some people, some people are, you know, with unemployment rates being so ridiculously high, and some people being asked to come back to work and them saying no because they're making more money on unemployment. Some people that are going to work really need. Some people really need these these stimulus checks to help out, because some people still haven't gotten their unemployment check, or still haven't gotten their stimulus check from round one, which was over a month ago. So yeah. some people are, are are still struggling real hard, and they're trying to make it work and and trying to stay afloat. But it ain't easy. It's de- it's definitely hard. It's it's definitely it's it's tearing some people down. And luckily, with uh, Luckily, I was able to, you know, apply and get stuff done with, you know, Department of Economic Security in Arizona. But, like, man, it took some time. I was applying for all of the weeks back to, like, March 13th when I wasn't working. But it's a game process, so 
It's yeah. helpful. And I, I assume now they're gonna say that I am I don't qualify because I worked a wedding. So like, oh, you worked a wedding, you're good. And luckily, luckily, I'll, I'll be able to go back to like the day job and stuff. But the way it's working, some people are gonna have to wait a long time till they see their first paycheck. So the stimulus check, if it gets approved, it's gonna be twelve. It's gonna be twelve hundred, kind of like the last one, twelve hundred for every taxpayer. But every, I think what they're working on, every dependent adult or child will get 1200 as well. Mm-hmm. The cap's going to be, I think, 6000 per household, which yeah. is fair because some people with nine kids are just like, yeah, I'm just going to wait for this stimulus check and I'm going to use it yeah. on my new Wish car. I had nine kids. Just, you get a big-ass stimulus check. All right, babe, you, we not, you take that half, I'm going to take this half. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's unfortunate. That's how, that's how some people have to, to work around to, just to stay afloat. They have to People have to work the system just so they can not drown and not be living in Section 8 houses for the rest of their lives or living in their parents' house for the rest of their lives. Some people have to work this. I, there's, a, there's, there's a few people I went to high school with that they're, they decided to have four kids and stay single mom, even though they're with their, their baby daddy. They're not married. Mm-hmm. They did that on purpose because they knew that they'd be able to get more government aid and be able to you know, live well and be able to afford the cost of living in Arizona. Because, like, man, it ain't easy. It ain't easy unless unless you're able to land a, a job where you're making, you know, 40K guaranteed a year. It's not. It's not. And even then, people struggle with ma- with managing their money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people that make probably over, there's, there's people that make over 100000 a year that struggle maintaining and they live beyond their means. Mm-hmm. And so. this last this last stimulus check was only thirteen percent of, of the, the entire whole entire bill, like stimulus bill that money that went out. Thirteen percent went to the people. That's, that's a small portion. You know how many people there are in the U.S.? That's yeah, a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So all the rest of that money went to corporations, corporations went to or military, military went to the government uh, assistance for people who work in government. Man. Yeah, the, the the U.S. dollar, the worth of the U.S. dollar is gonna go down. Yeah, they I, got they I, gotta do I, something I, to counteract. Need to legalize weed. They should have been doing that. They should have helped so many people with so many things. Yeah, and then you see high. how you see how how it affects the economy, like in places like like in Denver, Denver and Colorado, and California, they, like places like that. They do they're able to help, and you know it helps people just be able just be able to able to sleep without pain. And like you're supposed to get your sleep eight hours. It's like I can't sleep eight hours because my back's going to lock up. Yeah. So y'all need to help me figure this out. For but, real. But hopefully the stimulus check comes in because it'll be very helpful for a lot of things. Trying to get this debt paid off, trying to get things situated, stuff like that. Trying to get a house at the end of this year, stuff like that. So yeah. hopefully this happens. I'll be I'll be watching the news and seeing what they what they say because. I ain't the only one that has to live off of the stimulus check, but hey. Yeah, and make sure y'all follow us on our social media platforms: Rock Squad Rock on Squad. Facebook, IG, um, Loop Guapo on IG. Yep. And DJ, DJ Rockwilder on IG yeah. and Facebook, and and we got the we got our live stream going on again this Friday on Twitch. Uh, this week is Caribbean Night Friday night. Hey. So Caribbean Night Dance Hall. Uh, some reggaeton, cause I got, okay. I got I got to get all the islands. 
So yeah, bro. Soca. Still uh, playing some Nicky Jam. We got we got some, some ragamuffin. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Of, it's a lot of hip motion. If you don't know how to move your hips, this Friday is definitely a great time to get involved in. You had videos playing. Got, too. Yeah, we got videos playing, so you can you can try to do monkey see monkey do kind of thing going on. So that's gonna be a thing until everything reopens. Um, Friday nights are, are still gonna be staying strong, especially on Twitch. You can find it on Twitch.tv/djrockwilder16 or on the website djrockwilder.com/media. That's where you can get the Friday night function live stream mix. You know, for free, no, no need to pay for anything on your phone, on your computer, or on your TV, or on your PlayStation, whatever you, you have access to Twitch or the internet on. And then, you know, hopefully everything reopens well. You know, we talked about Scottsdale and how that went and the rivers. Um, a lot of a lot of pools are starting to reopen. Yeah. Uh, water parks are, are, are trying to reopen. There are, a lot of people are trying to keep their distance, but th- I think the hard thing is, re- re- uh, you know, enforcing those rules and making sure that everybody's safe. Um, yes, sir. And then the biggest thing a lot of people are waiting on, because summer's coming, summer vacations are are on freeze, uh, theme parks reopening. So Florida's kind of going up, going about reopening stuff one by one. California is still kind of on lockdown, still waiting to see what they can do. But um, Universal said that they're going to open, you know, beginning of July. And then I guess today, actually, uh, Disney World... In Orlando, so that they're planning to open by July fifteenth. Florida don't care about nothing. Florida hey. does whatever they want. They just out there living their best life. They they've been, they've been trying to keep it on lockdown pretty pretty secure. Um, especially the bigger the bigger things that are guaranteed to bring hundreds of thousands of tourists in. Yeah. They've been like, no, we're not gonna reopen. And that's I don't that's know how they gonna keep it sanitized. They're gonna be wiping down all the seats afterwards. So th- I think that the thing that they want to do, they want to have a uh, social distancing squad. Mm. I guess a bubbly group of characters that will. Help your ass it, six help, feet away. They'll help <laughs> basically. They're gonna they're gonna teach and you know help enforce the the idea of social distancing and in a fun Disney kind of way. I don't know how that's gonna go. That's what you know. It'll be interesting to see. Having to having to like come up with all these extra expenses for like sanitation and cleaning and all the things that come with that, like the new management, the, these little p- groups of people you, you gotta know, hire. You that's what's gonna have people going under. Unfortunately, well, you know, it's either gonna, they're gonna go under or they're gonna raise their price because they're the only people that have this or that. Because Disney World, they they're the only place where you can go right. and do all this stuff. Just just imagine though, one one, one server who has to change gloves yep. every single person, yep. hundreds and hundreds of times a day. Yep. How many gloves is that? Yep. Thousands and thousands of gloves. I yep. mean, like. <laughs> The company that's making these gloves is, is doing well for themselves. They're they gonna be doing great. They make it. They make it. They push some product out. Probably right. Bill Gates' ass oh out there making God. gloves, yeah, bro. Guaranteed. Whoever can, they are. Anyone making masks? They're on Etsy. They're selling their stuff on Amazon. But they're 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 pushing. But you know, I think this this is a this, them opening, saying they're they're gonna try to open by June 11th for their Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and then. On July 15th, they're going to open Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I feel like that's a big statement on when we can start seeing things be back. That's a good gauge on when we can see things being open and normal again. I feel like if we're doing this in July, by the holidays, I feel like we're going to be okay. 
I feel like I feel like by the holidays for sure by Halloween. Yeah, but then you also got the problem with that this is something that comes back in that season. You're gonna see a, a relapse again. I have a theory <laughs> that uh, they're gonna magically find a vaccine um, just before the holidays, or oh, even yeah. just before school oh, yeah. starts. If 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 something comes out in like end of July, it's like, oh, there's a vaccine for coronavirus. I'm be like, remember that? What well, there was. There was this video that got leaked on the TikTok from government officials who didn't know they were being recorded. And they were basically saying, the dude walks in, he's like, why are you wearing that mask? Take that mask off. He's like, the death rate is only 1.3%. It's basically the flu. He's like, take take off the mask, man. You good. We all got vaccinated anyways. So on top of that, like, you got vaccinated already? What? Like I said, conspiracy. This man-made virus. Yeah, <laughs> man-made from China, Wuhan, out there in that lab. China, no, I don't think it was made in China. I think it was made in the U.S., and they sent it over to China. Mm, well, they did have some U.S. scientists who were caught up in there. We got to deep, dig deep into that investigation. This is a damn movie. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, so Disney World and, you know, Universal Studios, and Orlando, they're planning to reopen everything by July. Uh, so is, you know, SeaWorld. They're planning to have everything open. Actually, Universal and SeaWorld in Orlando, they're opening, they're planning to open June 5th. So by like beginning of June, these places are going to be open. Disney World is, of course, way bigger and way more kids come into there. So they want to be extra cautious. Like, if you think about it, they already keep their stuff pretty clean already. They just want to be mm-hmm. even more cautious about common areas that people touch. Rails, chairs, tables, mm-hmm. rides, stuff like that. So, if, yeah. if if I'm being honest, it's not going to bother me if I have to wait an extra 10 seconds for somebody to sanitize a roller coaster seat. I don't Whatever. But, like, the reality, though, is, like, it's not going to be sanitized. Because, like, how many times your kid... I know I see mine going to lick the damn pole when they're not supposed to <laughs> lick the pole while you're waiting in line. Kids are going to be kids. And I, I be saying it. Like, don't touch that. You're going to get coronavirus. Don't touch that. You're going to get COVID-19. Don't touch that. Don't touch uh, that. My little one be like, wash, wash, wash. She's only two years old. She's smart. Like, yes, we got to wash our hands. Yes, we have to wash our hands. We got to be safe. But I, I think this is going to be... This is going to help a lot of people take a, take a breath because a lot of people go to these theme parks for the escape for a lot of people, some people go there just for their mental like like status they just go to relax and enjoy Disney set and whatever so them saying they're going to be open by July I, I feel again that everything's going to be fine by the time we get to Halloween by the time we get to Halloween all these things are going to be open again and we'll be good to go but just gotta keep your head up. It unfortunately, it's it's a weight game. It's a lot of just sit and wait because this is changing every damn day. But do we talk? Do we talk about uh, how how Disney and the Mandalorian how they innovated in uh, the way they shot the Mandalorian? We talked. Yep, we talked about the last episode because yeah, they the dome, they, right? they they did a dome and they they finished uh, shooting before all this hit, so their their stuff's not gonna be delayed. Yeah, that's but, that's dope. That's like. They're going to be filming 
movies in garages pretty soon. Like, just a big-ass garage. They already did. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Avengers Endgame? Yeah. Infinity Wars? They're basically in a big-ass building full of green paint and screens. Yeah. Like, if you if you watch the behind-the-scenes stuff, you'll see it. But they, they can do it. It's just, you know, it'll take, it'll take some time. Yeah. It's, I feel like as soon as the social distancing stuff is like, if the CC is like, oh, you don't, you guys don't have to worry about six feet apart. I'm like, okay, this is gonna go out the window. All this stuff's gonna be, all right, we're good. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. People are trying to keep six feet apart. They're talking about doing it for the kids in schools with their desks have to be six feet apart, facing the same way. You're gonna run out of space in the classroom. We're gonna need more classrooms. We're yeah. gonna need more teachers. We're gonna be no. So, if this vaccine magically appears in July, remember what the fuck I just said. Man-made virus. Yeah. That's, that's all I have to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, um, yeah. So, Rock Talk. This, right, is, man. this is what we do. We're talking that shit. I'm being real. This is what I feel. We're talking right. that shit. Hey, make sure y'all hit us up on social media. If y'all got any thoughts, questions. You, know, oh, yeah, you guys yeah. appreciate y'all in listening, all the listeners checking us out. Y'all are people that you know, that are jumping onto our IG. Thanks y'all for for following us and keeping up with everything happening because we got we got quite a few things we, we're trying to do this year. You know, so Friday night we got the Friday night function, Caribbean nights. We're gonna keep it to the islands this Friday. Um, and then next Friday we'll see. It's probably it, we might do a throwback night. We might we might go to the eighties or, or maybe like a just a. Down south night. We might do it. We, we might ATL just go. To, hits. We, we might go just ATL, but maybe a West Coast night. To, we might we might theme it up. So guys, make sure you guys are following on IG and Facebook. All that stuff's gonna be posted on there. Luke Guapo on IG and Facebook. DJ Rockwalder on IG and Facebook. This is the Rock Talk Podcast, and you know. We don't have COVID-19, but, you know, everyone else, make sure that you're safe. That's all we need. Wash your hands, wash your ass. Wash your hands, wash your ass, and y'all be good. Spread love and positivity in the world, and, you know, have fun. Or try to. All right? Later.